the award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. Designed for you, the California Sportsman. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, August 22nd. Time to grab that cup of coffee, get a grip on the wheel, and get ready to enjoy the action, excitement, and outdoor info right here on California Sportsman. Online for today, man, there is stuff going on out there, but you can't can't get away from the fire and the smoke no question about it it has altered a lot of people's lives right now changed a lot of people's lives it's more opportunities for you to get outside and get away from it all exist out there we're going to be covering them all today from san francisco bay up the coast and all the way down to southern california and across this country take care stay well And don't let these fires and the COVID virus and everything else get you down because there's too many fun things to do in the great outdoors. We're going to kick it off in just a second with Captain James Smith of the California Dawn has been having phenomenal fishing. Zach Medinas hooks up with us from Fisherman's Wharf. He's getting ready to head out for King Salmon out the gate this morning. We'll talk to him live. Tony Zapolvita from Eureka from Greenwater Guides. He'll be sharing saltwater action up the coast. And I got a couple of friends over there with him this weekend too. Alan Fong from Fisherman's Warehouse hooks up with us. He's got what's hot and what's not. James Netzel will be at Boca. Dave Hurley's got all the freshwater hot spots that you should be or that you can go in the next few weeks. Steve Carson's back from, get this, two Cal Dawn trips this last week with Penn Fishing Universities. Steve Huber is out in the ocean up by Crescent City and Brookings having phenomenal limit-style action days up there. And J.D. Ritchie will join us live from Lake Tahoe. And there's more, lots more, but let's not waste any time at all. Let's go to the Berkeley Marina and climb on board the California Dawn with Captain James Smith. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Tell us about it, guys. Some great photos coming my way. Obviously, great fishing exists out there for your clients. Oh, yeah. It's been a go-do it week again. A lot of halibut. Mixing it up with some rock fishing in between. Pretty much had everything everything at our fingertips here all week. Had some great salmon fishing for the El Dorado 3. Just a go-do it. The weather is starting to lay out. Finally, we've had, like, all these weird, weird storms piling through here, making it up. But the coastal conditions, they've been great. I had uh, Tuna out with me this week. I'm sure he'll tell you a little bit about our trip. But, I mean, we had excellent rock cod fishing, limits of rock cod. And we've been getting anywhere from a fisher rod to two fisher rod on top of limits of cod and a bunch of link cod all week long. So, I mean, it's been, it's been phenomenal. I mean, just change it up just a little bit so guys can see they've seen a lot of halibut this spring a lot of halibut this summer now we're throwing uh rock cod in the mix here to to keep it exciting so 
Well, you, I know there's a lot of guys filling their freezers right now. They love that stuff, and so do we. Mr. Brown's over here getting ready to talk hey, to you about some. If you're a bass fisherman and you're trying to work on your game, apparently fishing on the California Dawn is helping these guys out a little. Yeah, you're giving Ish Monroe way too many benefits being out there, buddy. Yeah, you're turning you're turning him into pretty good. He's actually had a lot of off-season practice. Some of the guys stayed home, not Ish. That guy fishes. That is fishing like seven days a week. If he's not if he's not bass fishing on the salt, you know, yeah. it's like, what are you doing? What are you guys fishing for? You so know, you, I'm going to go get I'm some. sure you heard he picked up a cool 50 grand this week at the Delta. Oh, yeah, that guy. It yeah. doesn't surprise me. He's, yeah. uh, he's even dominant on the boat. You know, he picked up a $2,000 jackpot on here last year, so <laughs> nothing surprises me with him. Well, you can raise the price on Ish now on the Caldons, just so That's you know. That's kind of one of those things where you see Ish getting on in front of you and think, well, I ain't getting in the pool. I'm not getting guy. in the jackpot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, anybody can catch that jackpot fish on the Dawn. James, are you having oh, yeah. to are you having to run all over to find the fish, or are they pretty well in the haunts that you're used to? You know, there's been such good numbers of halibut. Even if you make a blank stop on a halibut area, you're going to pick up one or two. Uh, the biggest concentrations, obviously, has been out on the north and south bar. When we have the weather to fish it, it's been really, really good. Um, of course, you know, most of the restaurants are shut down, or almost all of them that, that sell halibut. So we have this big void of drag boats. There's usually five or six that work out there catching thousands of pounds per trip. And we just don't have those guys. So the halibut have had free roam in the ocean. So we're getting schools all over. They, they even had a big school show up in front of Half Moon Bay Harbor two weeks ago so there's a school down there there's a school up here there's a school in tomorrow's bay there's a school in san francisco bay it's just been the story of the year this halibut fight has been non-stop endless uh you know just they're, they're everywhere so if you could pick the biomass in the right tide you will have a really good trip but even the scratch fishing all over we had to hide from the weather in the bay the other day um, we had over two fish a rod inside the bay. So a lot of opportunity for the angler that wants to go out and still catch a halibut. I know it's late August, about to be September, but the numbers are still here. So definitely take advantage of it. It started early. It's running long and it's a productive big fish season. What more could you want with halibut, man? Yeah, everything, everything you want right now. And like I said, just to break up the trips here, we've been throwing rock cod in the mix. A lot of guys have been out four or five times. There's really not a lot to do, so we've shown them plenty of halibut. Now we're starting to show them some rockfish. The guys like Ish to come out and they throw swim baits and they're working on their black bass skills or whatever. Uh, been doing good on the swim baits, and uh, you know the toothy guys have been really good at point raise. Every trip up there just about has been limits of wing cod. So um, anything you want, it's it's. Late August, September, the ocean's starting to flatten out. Hopefully we get a, a two- or three-week break of good weather so we can make it out to the islands. But uh, the mixed bag stuff's been a lot of fun lately. James, with the slightly lighter loads, are you still having problems with getting people on with reservations? Are there plenty? Are you filling up fast, or are there some spots open down the line? No, there's actually quite a few spots. Um some of the private schools have gone back. So we're in our typical fall pattern with the, the lighter loads. A couple of boats were tied up this week at the marina. So 
I wouldn't say the interest has waned. I, I think a lot of people have gone back to work. But, uh, you know, me, I'm, I'm fairly busy. Sometimes I'm, I'm uh, almost three weeks out. Right now we're less than a week. So if you wanted to get out and experience some great fishing, you'd have no problem getting on the boat, typically four or five days of lead time. With the exception of weekends, um, you should be able to get out pretty easy on a charter boat right now. Well, get on a charter boat. It's a lot better than sitting around in the smoke and everything else going on, not to mention, haven't you been sitting at home long enough with this COVID virus stuff going on? I'm tired of it, and I know a lot of people are getting fed up with it. Go fishing, folks. Get out there on the opportunity to get into fresh water, cool temperatures, all those wonderful things, and they exist right over there at the beautiful Berkeley Marina on San Francisco Bay. James, give them all the hookup information they need so they can call up, find out more, and get on board with you. Sure. 410-415-557. Reach us on the web at CaliforniaDonna.com. Also on Facebook, California Dawn Sport Fishing, and on Instagram. Up. I think we just lost James, right? He's there. in that magic spot. Yeah, out he is. And Marina. I know the phone number came in kind of crummy there also. And I've got that number for him on the top of my head. All I got to do is, is that think the of, uh, 510 number or is that his five, number? No, no, not that one. It's 510. Five, mm, I'm not sure the area. California Dawn dot com. Dot com. Just yeah, check California it out. Dawn right com. There. We're going to get all the info you need right there. But uh, the, the phone cutting off kind of caught us by surprise there, didn't it? 417 is his phone number over there. It's area code 510-510-417-5557. We'll get you to the California Dawn. And if I'm wrong, go to the damn internet. I don't care. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back, Captain Zach Medinas with Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures is just waiting to talk to us and head out under that gate chasing King Salmon this morning. Y'all stick around. You're about to get hooked. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOAT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Whether chasing salmon or steelhead in rivers, kings along the coast, tossing baits for bass, or trolling for trout in a favorite lake, the hot sheet keeps you on top of the action. The USAFishing.com hot sheet contains a roundup of hot fishing opportunities in NorCal. Plan trips in confidence, get weather summaries, marine forecasts, and accurate reports full of helpful tips, tactics, and GPS coordinates from top guides and captains. It's today's information today. Get a free trial or subscribe at USAFishing.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. 
Fisherman's Warehouse, and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. Gotta love California in the summer. Just remember, COVID is still with us. So if you're going to the water, plan ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. More California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and we're not going to waste any time. We're going to take you right now to Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco, where they all line up there and stare down at the boats when they're going in and out. Let's climb on board right now with Captain Zach Medinas of Gate Crasher Fishing Adventures. He may be on his way out or might be just ready to go. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, guys. How are you? I'm doing great. What time are you meeting your clients there this morning? Uh, we're loaded up right now. We're just getting ready to uh, pull up to the commercial dock and get some pack ice so we can keep their fish ice cold. Ah, so you're planning on actually catching fish today. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. Highly optimistic always. Just just a little word of advice for you as a public service announcement to everybody. If you're on a boat and they don't have ice, you're not going to be catching fish today. Just Just thought I'd pass that on to you right now. You know, Zach, the action out there has got to be pretty good. I am seeing photos of some pigs coming in. Oh, yeah. No, there's there's some really nice salmon out there this year. That's kind of been the theme pretty much the whole year. I started in July, and it's just continued right along. I've been talking to some of my guy friends up in the Feather River, and they keep saying, when are these fish going to come? When are these fish going to come? Eventually, they'll make their move. So for those guys that haven't got a chance to get a hold of some of these big salmon yet, the time's now. Well, how far are you having to travel to get into them, and then how deep are they? You know, not far at all. You know, we're basically anywhere. We're fishing the north side most of the time between Duxbury and the Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, <laughs> that, is, the north. that is close. Oh, it's a really short run. Yeah, today we got really moderate uh, ocean conditions, so we're really looking forward to it. Do you have any smoke out that way, or is it pretty clear along the coast? Yeah, it had a little change in the wind, kind of blew some of it out to us just briefly. But, gosh, for the most part, you know, I'm really feeling it for, uh, especially for the people in your neighborhood, Seth. I helped Virginia um, evacuate her house and get everybody safe a few days back, and what a mess that was. But, you know, out here, Jesus, uh, it's, it's it's nice to be able to just breathe that fresh air and just get away from the world for a while. Absolutely. Virginia Salvador, his deckhand, Captain Virginia Salvador, his deckhand and assistant out there, she uh, lives just down the street from us, not too far. She was all concerned. I said, ah, we're good, we're good, we're locked in here. But we'll talk about the fire later on. Zach, I'm so impressed with all this. These fish in the ocean, are you seeing any reduction in the number of fish out there in the ocean? Are you seeing that maybe some of these fish are starting to stage in and move into the bay? You know, I don't know. It's it's slowed down, I guess it was a week and a half ago. But after that, boy, it's been going strong. Well, these the fish, the primary concentrations of fish that we're working out there, some of them are our fish, obviously, but others will go up to other systems all the way up the coast. So there's no telling where they're going to end up. But the next thing that happens, folks, is these fish are going to move into the bay if they already haven't been and staging there in that kind of little freshwater, saltwater, brackish situation. And then as soon as they get probably the right moon, the right tide, or a little bit of scent of the water that's their home water, 
they're going to scoot. And I don't think it's going to be more than a couple of weeks till these fish start exiting the ocean and start really in mass heading up the river systems. What's your opinion? You know, I agree with that. And like I said, the, the guys up there at the Feather River, Feather River, they get some of the biggest bruisers that, that make that run up there. But we've got those fish just sitting outside right now. They haven't run up to the guys yet, and they got a lot to look forward to. But, uh, yeah, it hasn't happened yet. So Well, they just you know. opened up the gates on part of the Feather. I'm not sure which one's opened up. They're boosting the water flows by two or 300 cubic feet per second. So that's going to put some scent from the Feather River down into the system, and we might start seeing some action. Warm water's been coming out of there now, but with this uh, influx of water they're going to be dumping down into the system, that will undoubtedly work like a magnet and bring some of the kings up there. And depending on the temperature and how fast it's coming down, it could take a bunch of fish right on up and offer the whole new river system opportunity of getting the big kings too. But until then, folks, you've got all these fresh, strong, chrome, bright football fat monsters out in the ocean that you should be chasing and gate crashers fishing adventures is one of the best when it comes to that zach how long is it taking you to get limits nowadays i know some mornings you're back in by 11 30 or 12 30 or one o'clock that's a pretty impressive day yeah no some days are like that some days we're struggling to get a fish per rod some days we're fighting to get a half a fish per rod but the nice thing is the quality you know these are big fish the, the fat marbling in the meat is exceptional. And on the days that we don't fish for uh, salmon, as you know, Captain James was saying, halibut is so good right now. Uh, yesterday I had uh, some guys come out, and they got their limits to fish, 18 fish, and they even sent us home with a few of them too. So uh, whether it's halibut, rockfish is really good. Now's the time to kind of get your fish for the year so you have things like that to enjoy well into the holidays. You got it, partner. It's said very well. Give them that hookup information to the website as well as the phone number so they can get on the water with you. Absolutely. Don't be a stranger. Feel free to give me a shout, uh, 925-497-7171. Uh, you can find us online at gatecrasherfishing.com. Also, social media, Gatecrasher Fishing Adventures, Instagram, and Facebook. All right, partner, you have a great one. Thanks for joining us today. You and your clients have a wonderful day out there. You get into some good action, and you're still around before 8 o'clock. Give us a shout. Let us know what's happening. Will do. Thank you, Seth. Captain Zach Medinas with Gate Crasher Fishing Adventures, live at the Fisherman's Wharf, heading out the gate this morning, chasing kings. Hey, another guy that we've got online right now has been chasing kings a little bit north of that. Let's head up to Eureka right now and hook up with Greenwater Guides. Captain Tony Zapolva joins us right now. Good morning, Tony. Morning. How you doing? I'm doing outstanding. I was I zoomed in on Google and I was looking at your Arcata Bay and all the waters out there, wondering where in the world is he fishing nowadays. Tell our listeners what's going on up in your neck of the woods. Oh, we're doing the rockfish lingcod thing. It's been our bread and butter here for about the last week, and uh, that's what we got going on today. We got uh, some of your boys out here today, uh, and yesterday they were out with us as well. So today's day two of their trip, and uh, oh, you got—that's right, you got Mike Cameron and the guys out there, don't you? That's what we got. I call him Mike the Painter. He painted my house about thirty years ago for me, and uh, he's just a great guy, great painter too. But he doesn't paint anymore. I wish he did. Tell us more about the uh, great action you're having up there. I saw the photo of the fish in your boat. Beautiful looking monster. You got some beautiful lings up that way, boy. Yeah, we got some big ones. And yesterday we didn't. I mean, it was a it was an amazing limit of bottom fish we had yesterday. We didn't even have anything exceptional in the pile yesterday, but uh, lots of fish in the mid teens, and uh, you know, 
lot of days we've got one that's uh you know 30 pounds or better we didn't have one of those yesterday but uh there's a lot of them around we've been catching a lot of them so well, you can go to Alaska and not be guaranteed a 30-pounder, but you can go up there into Tony's neck of the woods and you can get some absolutely gorgeous meat, folks. One of the comments I noticed was it's filling the freezer time, isn't it? Filling the freezer. These are definitely uh, freezer filling runs we're doing here this time of year. And, uh, so, yeah, we're going to keep it rolling through uh, through the end of September. Here's the plan. And uh, well, there's a few albacore floating around out there. They were a little far for me on this last run. Uh the guys are running about 60 miles there, and uh, that's a little more than I want to do. makes for a really long day and not a lot of fishing time. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of knocking at our door here. I think in the next few weeks we're going to be uh, getting some shots of that. So. Yeah, I was going to say, Tony, I know you. I know that you love the variety. I know you love just the hookup and catching the fish. So if they get close enough, you're gone, dude. That's just the way it works with guys like you. Uh, that's right. There's always <laughs> something to do around here between the – Pacific halibut and our salmon fishery and uh, all the, I mean, the bottom fish is really what steals the show around here, though. I mean, there's there's just not much like it on the West Coast. I, I don't think there's anywhere uh, anywhere as good as what we've got here on anywhere on the West Coast. So, Do you have any opportunities well. to get down to the Lost Coast down there where the big boys are? Yeah. Is the conditions yeah. uh, correct for that? No, yeah, we had good weather yesterday. Uh, we've had good weather for uh, over a week here, and uh, so that's where we ended up yesterday. And uh, just a just a monster batch uh, of a bottom fish right between the rockfish, and they're ridiculous. They're like nothing you see anywhere else around here. So and uh, today we're fishing up on the north side. We're coming out of Trinidad today, and we're going to fish up north. Wind's supposed to blow a little bit on the on the southern grounds there, so we're going to change it up. But uh, I'm sure we're going to have a huge box of fish again. Uh, it doesn't surprise me in the least. Uh, what's going on with salmon up in your neck of the woods? Closed now. Our season's done. We shut it down August eighth. Did it did it ever really start? Yeah, it was, you know, it wasn't as consistent as what you guys had down there this year, I think. Uh, but they were really nice fish. Uh, you know, they'd kind of pop up in one spot and disappear. And uh, so it was uh, it was a little hard to stay on top of them this year. But it wasn't bad fishing by any means. And they were gorgeous fish. Lots of, you know, 15 to 25-pound fish. So they were, couldn't complain, that's for sure. Yeah, there's got to be fish moving into river systems all over our coast right now. And uh, they'll be coming in in a lot bigger numbers as soon as we get a little bit of rain some fresh hits hitting the water. Absolutely, it's that time of year. Klamath is going to start kicking off here pretty soon, and uh, well, yeah, those fish are making their push. Well, Tony, give them the phone number as well as the website so they can find out more, find out where you're heading and what you're going to be fishing for next, and they're going to want to get on board with one of the best anglers in the West, folks. I'm not kidding you. Give them a shout, Captain Tony Zapalvida with Greenwater Fishing. Give them that hookup info. Web- website to check out is eurekafishing.net. Uh, phone number 707-845-9588. Your best bet, though, for updates is actually looking at our Facebook page. I don't do a whole lot on the fish reports on the website anymore. But, uh, but uh, yeah, check out the Facebook page, Greenwater Fishing. And uh, there's always uh, some updates going on on there. That's where I checked it all. Room at the end of September here, which is kind of rare. So uh, we're getting to that time of year where we're, uh, you actually got an opportunity to get on my boat here. Second half of September, we've got some open seats coming up. So. Outstanding. Somebody wants to get out there, let's do it. Now's your time to call them. Give them that phone number one more time. 707-845-9588. All right, partner, you have a great day on the water. and We will talk to you again real soon. 
Sounds good, buddy. Captain Tony Zapolvido with Greenwater Fishing Adventures. What a great guy, having some fun out there. Well, Mr. Brown, you've been punching a bunch of stuff and writing all kinds of notes. I've been making notes. Planning next here. week's show, are you? Uh, well, you, no, I was actually planning this week's show since it looks like you kind of uh, might have missed one might. of the one of the spots. <laughs> yeah. Well, when they hear me tap dancing and humming in the background, they'll, they'll we, made, we made some notes. We probably should take a break, don't you think? Let's take a break right now. Mr. Vlad, take us away. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171. And learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up! Brands is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Marantz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. More California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. Well, it's been quite a week around here with everything going on. I had some conversations with people this week, and I said, my goodness, what's going to happen next? Well, there's probably the earthquake right around the corner. Man, I mean, you, you guys, uh, you guys had a, had a full week of, uh, of excitement down there in Vacaville area. 3 a.m. Wednesday morning, my phone is ringing up the hook. I go, damn advertising people. They don't know what time it is here in California. Right. So I just sat there and I let it ring. You know, go to answering machine. Then my cell phone goes off about two minutes later. Okay, who died? Somebody's looking for somebody. Somebody died. I go to the phone. I pick it up. It's my neighbor calling me at 3 a.m. asking me if I'm up. Yeah. What do you think? I <laughs> know. <laughs> he got the phone call to evacuate the area. Right. I'm like 
500 yards from him, and I didn't. He's just checking on you. He's checking on us. Everybody checks on the old people, apparently. And I'd like to thank you, you 5,000 people that called me to say something to us. Now, it was really bad out there. Uh, 3 o'clock in the morning, we're looking up, and uh, here come the flames down the road, down around Joe Gates' home, which is out off Cantaloupe Road. Yeah, and everybody knows Joe. He's been our auctioneer forever in the fisheries. And I haven't been able to drive back there to see how close it was or if it impacted it or not, but some of our friends really had impact, the owners of uh, Guns Fishing and other stuff. Bill Morgan. Bill Morgan and his son Travis. Travis's house is fine. Bill Morgan lost his home out there on Pleasant Valley Road in the between uh, Lake Berryessa and Vacaville, one of the back roads out there. And it's pretty horrendous. It really was. And the smoke was absolutely terrible. Um, Maryland's eyes would well up every now and then. What's going to happen next around here? And I said, Mm -hmm. hey, we're ready for it. Bring it. But the interesting thing is the cops showed up to tell us to leave, you know, mandatory evacuation, you know, everybody out. And I'm leaning on the fence. The guy goes, you're not going, are you? And I said, no, I think I'm going to sit it out here. Uh, I'm pretty well defended. And they're looking around at our property. I mean, I scraped their pastures to dirt. We were in good shape. We got grass belt all the way around and hoses stretched all over. And he says, yeah, you're probably going to be okay. But if those trees, those eucalyptus trees light up, you want to, might want to think about leaving. Yes, sir. <laughs> I've seen eucalyptus I told, burn. I told him that if they were nipping at my tail end while I was walking, I was going to be gone. Yeah, no, you, you have to do that. But yeah. I mean, it's But just, we had the truck pass. I know, I know Mark and Karina Blanton, uh, had to get out, you know, obviously. I, and I called and Mark. Much closer to, to Mark. Martin, you need to park anything over here like yeah. the one a few weeks ago. Right. But I figure now that it's burned down pretty good and we've got black grass everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it should be pretty. I think the real reality for a lot of folks that know that area was the the, the pictures that started coming of Markley. Oh, that was just it was devastating. Markley Cove, for those of you that aren't aware, is burned to the ground right yeah. there at, at Markley Cove. Yeah, the Their store boat, and the, the and boat the docks are and damaged and burned and destroyed. Not all the boat docks, all yeah. that down there. I'm talking about where the gas docks were and right. everything. The rental boat dock. And that's the only places that I've seen the photos of, although I have talked to Jeff, who works up at the store. And uh, I understand that uh, he talked to Chad and that there's rebuilding plans already oh, sure. set to go. So they're going to be... I'm sure you got to get in that put. There were a bunch of bass fishermen on a forum the other night, except that we're all construction guys that were like, you know, we need to, we, we've got to help Markley. You know, we've all got great memories there and tournaments and all yeah, the I other go stuff back to and, two or three fires before this one at Markley yeah. Cove. I mean, way, way back, like 40 something years I've been fishing up there. You see all the devastation, but, but, you know, those places. But it's still going on. That's what's yes. cool. The fire might have burned past us. And might have missed us, but it's still happening and vivid in the minds of a lot and of it's, people. It's right headed now. into Napa and Sonoma counties and Lake County, and it's, it's and it the is largest, so going to be the largest single fire in now California's that it's history in California's history. So yeah, they've got all six of them and, together now, about three hundred thousand acres, I think it was. Yeah. So far, it, it's a monster. And they were fire. calling maybe for some more lightning through the weekend. This whole area is just. You, it's inaccessible. It's yeah. just, it's Rocky Mountains. I uh-huh. mean, it's up and down and valleys and everything. There's just no pathways yeah. cut through all that. So it lights up and it just goes. And I, our thoughts are with everybody that sees it coming or has yeah. had an experience with it. And uh, just do your best. Do what's smart. Keep your brain working well and don't do stupid things. And when you don't know what to do, get the hell out. Yeah. And then, you know, like like you have, the you know, the, the area cleared away that... Uh, you know, it gives you some of that. I'm married to Maryland. Are you kidding? Oh, I know. 
There's a move that rock. There's a weed out there get by that, that fence post. Sap, if That's you're not why doing I have anything, metal fence posts so my fence doesn't burn anymore. <laughs> we, we figured this out a long time ago. That's from the dog peeing on it. Well, I hope everybody over here in Sacramento isn't mad at the Vacaville Napa area for sending all the smoke over here. But I can tell you right now, the smoke in the Sacramento area is like being in Hawaii compared to what it's like in Vacaville. In Vacaville, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's I'm pretty sure ugly. It's so. Those of you that suffered a little bit and had losses, we feel for you. Those of you that haven't, do the same thing that a lot of our friends did. And I tell you, I had about 200 emails and phone calls. It got to the point where I was starting to tell my real close friends, look, I'm insulted that you're even calling this old guy to see if I'm okay. <laughs> so we're great, and I hope everybody I think I talked to you at 6.30 that morning, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. When I sent you a note that said, uh, said got marshmallows. marshmallows. I was like, right, good, Sap. <laughs> yeah, so he, he's figuring something's going on over here. Exactly. Well, you know, yeah, it's it's just it's devastating. Hey, it's about time for us to go to Regina, isn't it? Guns, fishing, and other stuff knows the importance of family activities and the outdoors. Regina Stafford of Outdoor Adventures, a lady that knows her way around hunting, fishing, and hard work will motivate you to live well in the outdoors. She'll tell you when, where, and how your entire family can take advantage of many outdoor opportunities close to home. From fishing to hunting, bird watching to animal rescue, women too can take part in our hunting traditions, become skilled sportsmen themselves, and help lead the way for their children. And now, now here's Regina Stafford with Live Long in the Outdoors. Good morning, everyone. It's Regina. I just wanted to check in with you all, and I know this might come off like I'm being everyone's mom, but I did want to kind of give everyone the heads up and a reminder that recently lots of mosquitoes in the North State have been testing positive for the West Nile virus. So it's always a good reminder to make sure, especially when you're trekking outdoors with the kids, that you're spraying them down um, with mosquito repellent and um, doing your best to have them wear light but long sleeve um, shirts and long pants when you're out in the evening hours or early morning hours when the mosquitoes start coming out. West Nile is a very ugly, ugly, ugly virus. <laughs> Um, I know that we're all probably sick of hearing about viruses, but uh, we can't forget about this one that impacts outdoorsmen quite a bit. So West Nile virus, wear that bug spray, wear the long sleeves and long pants, um, and uh, just keep an eye, a mindful eye on it. So that's my mom rant this morning. And uh, most importantly, though, don't let it detour you from getting outside salmon season is kicking off. Casey had a group of kids in his boat yesterday and I just, I mean, when I talked to him on the phone, he called me and I could hear him laughing and, you know, screaming with, like, happiness and it's just awesome to um, know that there are such great parents out there who are doing these types of things for their kids. So, um, as salmon season keeps going here through the fall, don't forget to get the kids out on the boat with you. There's plenty of guides. You guys hear them talk every single weekend on this show. But um, if you're looking for a guy who I know is a not only a great guide, but he's a great dad, um, Casey is your guy. So if you're interested in booking a salmon trip with us, Outdoor Adventures, um, you can call Casey at 530-682-3176. And check out our website at hunt-fish-game.com. Thanks, everyone, and have a great weekend. 
Good morning, everyone. The Outdoors with Regina Stafford, sponsored by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff, your one-stop outdoor shop that has it all. From fishing to hunting and everything in between, you'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores. Take the family and pick up the stuff you'll need for your next family adventure. Two locations, in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road, just off Highway 80, and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza Road. Don't miss the deals at the Guns, Fishing, and Other stuff online outlet check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com back to me he says well it's interesting way we do things it's a little busy around here you might get the idea hey Seth, before we go to alan i I don't want to put us too far behind but you probably i I think you probably knew this guy but you know both you and i being big lawrence guys and have been around lawrence forever um we uh, we lost Don Seifert this week, and Don was the national sales manager for Lawrence back in back in the days when depth finders were red and spun in circles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was he was still, and were powered by lantern batteries. He you know he was Wayne Wasuko's boss, and he was all those guys' bosses at Lawrence, and and we lost Don, but he was just such a such a great guy and so influential in the electronics business. Yeah. Uh, and what he did. So. It's a small industry. We all know everybody. That's well, just the and way then, it works. And then the other one, I know you don't launch at B&W a lot, but I, you know, I've launched but at I B&W. I meet a lot of guys hundreds, over at B&W. Hundreds of days I've launched at B&W. And, uh, and, and the Deke family have owned B&W forever. We've dealt with Candy when we've rented the hotels. But her brother Lou was always on the bike. He was the guy that rode the bike around the launch ramp and got the launch fees from everybody. And he was just such a... A one good guy, and we lost him this week as well. So, uh, all of our friends at B and W that go to B and W, man, they all go. Well, where's the guy on the bike? And that was Lou. And uh, you know, it was always morning, Mister Brown. And how are you, sir? And hey, saw your truck parked over there. Didn't see an envelope in the deal. I figured you got here early. And you know, he was he was always just such. They're just great people that run B and W. One thing you can count on in this world, yeah, change, yeah, change without a doubt. Hey, we got a couple guys here that want to share with us right now. We're going to hook up with Alan Fong in just one minute. But before we get to him, we're going to go out to, well, Bodega Bay. We're going to climb on board the Real Magic with Captain Merlin Cole because Kent and I want to know what's going on because we're going fishing a week from Monday on the Real Magic with a bunch of our cronies. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, Kent. Good morning, Sep. Greetings from beautiful Bodega Bay. Are you ready for us, buddy? We're ready. We're always ready. All right, good. Tell us about it. What's been going on out there? We need to know, and so do the guys going with us. Well, we've had our fill. It's been blowing, blowing, blowing the last three days, but finally the wind switch has turned off. The fan's going to be off today, and we're going to be able to get out there and chase after those kings. We've had a recent upwelling. We've got some cold water pushed in, but... We're going to do what we do here in Bodega Bay, and we're going to hunt them down. Well, I'm sure you will. Some of the photos that I've been seeing from people are just showing some monster fish being caught. Are they still holding up size-wise? Yeah, there's some big fish moving in, staging in, coming in on the reefs. They're getting ready to do their thing. It's getting that time of year. Big boys. Merlin, uh, still a lot of work finding them, running them down. I know it's a big ocean out there. Or is the communication working with all the boats and guys uh, team working it together? You know, that's one of the best things about Bodega Bay. We work together out here, and uh, we all, when, when, when we're in a situation like we are today with cold water dominating the coast, we all uh, spread out and hunt them down and communicate with each other so we can offer the best trip for each of our 
individual groups of clients. We we um, we have a tight bond here in Bodega Bay, the charter boats, and we do our best to put all of our customers on the fish every time we fish together. Well, we've got a crew of water pollution uh, coming out with us on the 31st that are going to climb on board with you out there. We've got Mark Blanton from Gone Fish and Marine, Stafford Lair from the Department of Fish and Wildlife, Richard Burton, formerly with Honda Marine, Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com, your partner on the boat, and uh, we got a crowd, and it should be a good time out there. We're all really looking forward to it. Well, bring a quaalude for me because I'm going to need one. <laughs> I'm sure you will. With Mr. Brown out there, I'm surprised he, if you had a door on your boat, he would tear it off at some point. I didn't tear a door off the last trip I, I went know, on the Caldon, the... and I fished right next to the door all day. But the odds are in your favor that that door is coming off this trip. Eventually, yeah. Eventually. Merlin, real quick, give them the phone number for Real Magic so they can bu- visit beautiful Bodega Bay and have a wonderful day of fishing with you and the boat. Yeah, we sure do appreciate it. Your listeners can get a hold of us at 707-875-BOAT. They can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Real Magic Captain and on our website at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. All right, partner, you guys have a great day on the water. We appreciate the update on the action, and we really look forward to fishing with you next Monday, my friend. Thanks, gentlemen. Have a great show. All right, take care. Real Magic out of Bodega Bay, catching king salmon. What are we doing next? I think you're going to What's Hot, What's Not. I think you're right. And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not. Brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. The new Shimano Stratic FL spinning reels come in sizes from 1,000 for trout and panfish to the 5,000 for big saltwater action and every size in between. Increase your hookup rate with Shimano's cross-carbon drag system designed to endure and conquer the hardest fighting fish. And with Shimano's micro-module gear too, you'll experience a smooth and power transfer like never before. All Shimano products, rods, reels, tackle, and accessories are available at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Stop in and improve your fishing with Shimano. And joining us right now is the man himself, folks. The Alan Fong Show starts right now from Fisherman's Warehouse here in Sacramento. Alan Fong joins us. Good morning, Al. Good morning. How you guys doing? We are doing great. Did you get out this week with the fire? Or did you have to stay home? No, I always go out. I snuck up to Boca. Oh, <laughs> you've been listening to California Sportsman and snuck up there, haven't you? No, I got a guide friend that guiding up there called me and told me I should get up there. Yeah, I think that's a real good idea. We're going to be talking to James Netzel later on today, live on Boca Reservoir. How'd you do? Uh, it was just crazy stupid, and we tried all kind of things, and we caught a lot of them top lining, putting it out 100 feet behind the boat. They're everywhere. The deepest part of the lake is 51 feet, and I found them from five feet on the surface all the way down to the bottom. God, those surface fish must be terrible fighting them in 100, 150 <laughs> feet to the boat. How many do you lose? <laughs> it's, we had a lot of... We call them drive-bys where they just bend that rod over and then they kept coming off. Yeah. But we, three of us, we got there around quarter to seven and by 930 we had way over 30 that we caught and released. So it was <laughs> kind of slow, but you figured you'd stick it out, huh? It's <laughs> so, it was so much action. Doubles. It, you had to have doubles and triples to have those kind of numbers, right? 
no triples. We had a lot of doubles, but you always had one on all the time. <laughs> and then you see you see nets flying everywhere, but there's only four boats there. I think a lot of people are scared to go up there because uh, there's no boat ramp in the water. But the ground is really hard, and I don't think anybody will have any trouble. Yeah, most launching. of the guys are using four-wheel drive vehicles, but uh, in the old days, it would get packed real hard unless you went too far back. You know, if you've got yeah. one of those boats that re- and a high trailer that requires you to go way back and you get your tires down there in the mud, you might be in trouble. Yeah, but, uh, you might have a little trouble. You might want to but just I go think- in as far as you need to. What size boat were you guys in out there? 21-footer. Yeah, there you go. No out, problem. Outboard or inboard? Outboard. There you have it, folks. No if you can get a 21-foot outboard in there, it's not an issue. Anybody should be able to get up there and fish. And four boats on the water. My goodness, you'd think Boca had big, fat kokanee, wouldn't you? Yeah, it does. They're nice, but you could look at them, and they're, they're starting. I mean, you could tell they're getting that darker color to them, and the males, the noses are a little bit starting to hook, but they have all the scales, and they're in beautiful shape. Well, that's exactly so. what was starting to happen at Lake Berryessa, and then Markley Cove burned. Yeah, I know that. I know that's, that's your favorite place to launch. It's my favorite place to launch. I'm sure they'll get everything cleaned out of there and we'll be able to launch pretty soon there. But boy, it sure has thrown an axe in the grill for late season kokanee up there. But Pleasure Cove is just down and around the corner. You can go down another five miles and pass Uh Markley Cove and go in and launch there. You're actually a little bit closer to the action when you launch there too. Well, Mr. Fong, what are your targets for this week, and what are you hearing is hot from your clients in the stores? Yeah, you know what? I think the sleepers, a lot of people are giving up on Orville, but there's a lot of salmon being caught there in nice ones, like four to six pounders. I've seen the photos. Guys are sending me four to six pound photos. They're yeah. outstanding, those big, fat fish, but they're also getting a lot of 13 to 16, 19-inch fish, too. Yeah, probably they're probably going pretty deep. And then also, um, you know, I thought the salmon fishing was a little bit slow here, but I have a client came in yesterday, and he's killing them. But he's on the upper feather. He said there's a lot of fish in there, and they're chromers. So they're just buzzing right by. And then when they get up there, they hold up a little more, gives you a little bit better time to catch them. Yeah, they're probably Over hitting some of that buzz. warmer water that might be up there, especially in the shallows, but they are – releasing some more water out of there. I think it's another 300 cubic feet per second. James Stone told me yesterday, two or 300. Uh-huh. So that's going to cause some more fish to scoot up that river too. So Yeah, well, it should be a really good year this year. And um, we we got plenty of lures. You know, if you're going to other places and ain't finding nothing, come over to the warehouse. I'm, I'm putting stuff up 24 hours a day over there. Yeah, I don't want to knock any tackle shops anywhere for the circumstances that a lot of them are living through. From the biggest places out there in the big box stores, they are wiped out in tackle for the most part. They're praying that orders start coming in. And it's across the board, folks. Entire rows of merchandise just wiped out. You might see 10 items in a 50-foot-long peg peg hook wall it's really hit but stores like fisherman's warehouse never quit writing the orders because they're distributors nope. too so they've got yeah. this stuff in stock they've got it available to you 
All you got to do is show up. As the Fairfield store reopened, I heard they closed last week as that fire jumped the freeway and was heading over there, too. Yeah, it was getting close, so they bailed out of there. But it's opened back up. Good, good. They're still not open on Sunday, Monday, but they're there, you know, five days a week. Same as Manteca. Sacramento is open seven days. So. Folks, if you need something, if you're in stock or you want to go and you don't have the right equipment, they've got it for you at Fisherman's Warehouse, and their trained employees will help you find exactly what you need or get you the best substitute for it that they'll have in stock. Don't worry about not having what you need. Stop by your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse in Fairfield, Manteca, or right here in Sacramento and visit with Alan. Where are you going fishing next, Al? Um, I'll probably sneak back up to Boca and then probably down to Delta. It's pretty good if you go down way up north. Like way up north, like where way up north? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Behind the deep water channel. (laughs) Uh, I I know where you are. I've seen you out there. (laughs) Yeah. And and go to the back of it where it starts getting really shallow, too. But that's about all we'll say on that one. Alan, thank you so much for sharing with our listeners. We appreciate it. I understand uh, Troy Maggie was out chasing albacore a few days oh, yeah. ago, too. So there's a lot of action going on, whether it's saltwater, long-range, short-range runs, king salmon. Yep. Everything's happening, folks. And I bet you're as bored as I am staying at home. Get out there. Alan, thanks a lot. We appreciate it, folks. Stop by and see Alan and all, all right. the guys at Fisherman's Warehouse, and you will be happy. Thanks, partner. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Boy, Kemp, they got it all down there. They are so lucky that they kept ordering and had that distribution company that they own on the side, Tackle Technology. That is the way to do business. They've figured it out. Yeah, you don't want to be out this time of year. All right, we got to take a close on that, don't we? I'm going to figure this if out after 23 years. you're looking for the newest years. from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods to deep-sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores and Shimano have it all. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has specialized in great pricing and value with personal attention and service excellence. You'll be amazed by the huge selection of new and used RVs from campers, trailers, luxury coaches, and motorhomes from multiple manufacturers. With over $18 million in inventory and over 500 RVs on sale, there's a lot to choose from. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, located across the street from Fisherman's Warehouse on Highway 120. Manteca Trailer, home and annually to the huge Costa's Wild Game Feed, where sportsmen from all over the West come together at the biggest wild game feed around. Check us out on the Internet at MantecaTrailer.com, or better yet, stop by and take a look. And with lowest price guaranteed on new units, there's no need to look any further. And we're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! Duckworth Boats. Hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship. With models from 18 to 40 feet. Designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards. The Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific 
Pro and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. Gotta love California in the summer. Just remember, COVID is still with us. So if you're going to the water, plan ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your friend dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Now, here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. And all I have to do is turn on my mic. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Good morning, Seth. You're on my I like you list now that you're back in California. Oh, I can get on your on your other list. Oh, you going there again? I real can't quick? say that word, can I? <laughs> what Alaska? <laughs> no, not Alaska. that list. Yeah, I know the. No, I guarantee you, you can't not say that, that one. And no, about, I, I, I don't want to go down that road, Kent. There's no. about seven others words you can't say too. Plus, they're adding them all the time around here. What do you got going on in saltwater, Michael? Tell our listeners what's happening and tell them how great it's going to be on the 31st when we all go fishing on the real magic. I'm really looking forward to that trip, too. It's going to be a fun day. It's been kind of a mixed bag all this week. It's been We've had limits of salmon early every day, Sunday through Thursday of this week. I got roped into decking. Our deckhand needed a day off last uh, Sunday. We picked up limits. took us most of the day because there just wasn't a lot of boat traffic. We found the fish offshore, and every time we'd find a few fish, the sea lions would find us and uh, help themselves to them. So it took us a while to kind of get situated in a spot where we weren't feeding the uh, the sea lions and we we're putting some fish in the uh, box. But we had uh, limit Sunday, and then there's a few more boats and a little bit better action Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But we saw some wind Wednesday, Thursday, and that kind of uh, chilled the uh, the water down. Yesterday, Merlin ran up to uh, Fort Ross, picked up limits of rockfish, almost uh, limits of lingcod. And a couple of salmon on the uh, on the way home. Now the salmon have been offshore and nearshore. We've mainly been fishing out in 35 fathoms, kind of off of uh, Bodega Head, right along the uh, Marine Protected Area closure line. We've been working both the uh, both the west side and the north side. We call it the uh, the uh, fence. And there's a lot of two-year-old fish in that mix. There's some big spawners, but there's about three quarters of the fish are all next year's fish, and it's just an excellent sign for next season. And then down along the beach, 10-mile beach, into the outer bay, there's been some real big slug spot. 
caught over the uh, past week. Guys that are working it all day long are seeing anywhere from like two to five fish per boat, but they're seeing a, also like an 18 to 25 pound average. Um, last uh, Sunday, uh, Aaron on the uh, on the uh, ghost, another six back out of Bodega Bay. He saw bluefin just crashing just three miles off the beach, off a ten mile twice and he said that they were big ones well over 100 pounds so mm. some warm water came in but since then i just i just now really 10 minutes ago looked at the uh, water temp at the buoy it's down to 51 degrees that's chilly for this time of year but that's great news because that holds all of that important feed like krill and anchovies in the area and that's going to keep these two-year-olds around feeding for us hopefully into the fall as we see these packs of spawn-bound golden gate fish passing on through the area. We're going to see these schools that are up on the north coast now. They're homing in on the uh, Golden Gate Bridge, their ultimate destination being the rivers. So they got to – all the fish north of us have to come through us to make it to the Golden Gate. And speaking of the Golden Gate, they had a, the party boats down there have just been doing phenomenal up until yesterday. But prior to that, limits of – Big slugs. I would say some of these boats are seeing close to a 20-pound average on some days fishing outside of Duxbury, but that dropped off. That's good news for all you valley guys because those fish are probably sliding underneath of the Golden Gate Bridge or have already slid, and they're headed in your direction. Yeah, there's more fish starting to head up to the feather right now. We've got some reports of some starting to stage up there, and I'm sure there's more in the Sacramento River than uh, we're catching because the guides up there are only catching – Getting one to three opportunities a day. They usually get in a, a rod, well, fish a rod if they're lucky, and up to three opportunities and takedowns in the rivers. You and I talked last week a little bit about I felt that some of the fish were leaving the ocean, coming in and staging in the rivers, and you were talking about them holding in the bay until they got the right scent. Yeah, when not the, especially the, the right scent, maybe a little bit colder um, uh, water. The, the federal government is really screwing up our flows. And um, as you as you've heard, I'm sure from the guides, we get very warm flows coming down the uh, the feather. Warm flows over on the sack. We're going to run out of literally going to run out of cold water pool and probably kill most of the upper sack run. And the feds already know it. They've known it since February. And GSSA, we've been in we've been in court over this this issue trying to get cold water flows restored. And the federal government um, under the current administration is just you know, not hearing about it, and we have to fight for every bit of water for these fish constantly, and it just gets it gets very frustrating because we finally get a really good return. This is the best return in at least eight or nine years of big, healthy fish, which put a lot of egg mass. And with a limit it. of three, because there's going to be a huge volume of fish returning. Exactly, and then they're gonna, and then the, the federal government's gonna kill it off with hot water. It, it just doesn't make any sense. Well, I've been on the radio now, going on close to twenty-four years. It's twenty-three years under my belt, and for twenty-three years, we've been talking about the warm water in the Feather River, especially heavy. For the last fifteen to twenty years, I know for a fact that they just don't give a damn about the Feather, or that water is too important to the public than to allow the fish have it. Where are the environmentalists trying to save little frogs right now? Could you help us save some fish? Well, there is there is some some good news. We have finally well, you got you know, just about thirty they, they seconds. Finally, opened up their 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 ears on the Thermalito project, which would take that hot water from Thermalito Bay 
and not put it into the river system. Put it into a separate channel to give that to the farmers. That's what they want is that warm water to help grow their rice. And then they would pipe cold water around and it would open up nearly 18 miles of additional spawning habitat, the Feather River. We finally, after five years of fighting, have made uh, have bro- have have made some uh, uh, strides forward on that project, folks. If you want to support salmon in California, one of the best things you can do is support the Golden State Salmon Association. You can go right over to their website and see everything you need. Just type it in: Golden State Salmon Association, of which Mike is one of the officers. Are you a VP? I'm uh, I'm on the executive uh, board. There you have it. Mike, we appreciate the updates, and please, folks, support the salmon. Do whatever you can do to get some cold water for their babies, man. That's what it's all about. Mike, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks, guys. Hey, you guys know how this whole thing works. Since 1952. We got a whole lot of show. We got a rookie in there. I thought this was the guy that's worked for us for like 15 years. He hasn't years. pressed buttons this early in the morning in a long time. Is that what it He's is? He's an he afternoon seemed, guy. He seemed to press that one pretty He's good. He's an afternoon guy. <laughs> well, what are we going to do? We're going to... That's the one, maybe. It's the one that comes on and says, hey, there's a lot more coming. Stay tuned for the second hour. Ten, nine, eight. We're going (laughs) to get this. We don't know what we're doing. Wait till you hear the new intros to the shows. You're going to wonder what the hell is going on. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in Upland Shooting Sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Hunting season is right around the corner. Now is the time to start tuning up and conditioning your bird dog. Whether you're up on game or waterfowl hunting, work on getting your dog steady on command, do bumper drills, get them running and swimming. If you need some advice, call and set up a time to come out to Olive Hill Kennels for a lesson or to drop your dog off for a couple weeks of tune-up on live birds. Check out olivehillkennels.com, quailpoint.com, or call 530-735-6217 with any questions or to book an appointment. For decades, Virgil's Bait Shop and Ice House in Sassoon has been the Bay and Delta headquarters for anglers and sportsmen alike. Whether trolling, casting, or bait fishing for striped bass, sitting on anchor for sturgeon, chasing salmon runs, or simply fishing for a bite, you can bet that Virgil's Bait and Ice will have everything you need to make your day complete. Did we mention Virgil's is never out of ice and always well-stocked with the top-producing fresh live baits, artificial lures, hooks, weights, lines, rods and reels, cold drinks, and everything in between? 
between. For answers to those when, where, how to catch your target species, there's no better place than Virgil's before hitting the water. Virgil's Bait Nice on Main Street as you enter downtown Sassoon, just down the street from the Sassoon Public Boat Launch. Stop in at Virgil's before you head out and make sure you're prepared for a great day on the water. Hey, and did we mention Virgil's has got really cold beverages for the kids? And adults, too. Virgil's Bait Nice, 707-425-5518. Check them out on Facebook. Now it's time for the second hour and more of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the second hour of California Sportsman. Here's what we've got scheduled for you. Hopefully, it'll be exactly what we give you. Captain James Netzel live on Boca Reservoir. In just a second, we'll go live there and check in on the Kokanee Salmon action. He's got the John Helseth group up there today fishing with him. We'll talk to those characters in just a few minutes. Dave Hurley joins us with What's Hot in Freshwater, an overview of all the freshwater opportunities out there, what's working, where you can go. There's a lot of places. Just finding camping and stuff might be a little more difficult. Hey, Newsom, you ever think about opening up the state parks and the campgrounds again? spread people out. Steve Carson's got all the info from his California Dawn trip. Two trips earlier this week. He'll tell us all about it. Steve Huber will be on the water live up in the Brookings Crescent City area. He'll tell you about the phenomenal action they're experiencing up there. J.D. Ritchie live on Lake Tahoe in a little bit. And Captain James Stone, the president of the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association, tells you about the new fishing contest they're doing for the entire month of September. And I believe James is out live on the water working the... King Salmon in the River this morning, but let's go now live to Captain James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service, who found big, fat kokanee at Boca, and it looks like he's going to get more company in that neck of the woods here real soon. Good morning, Captain. Good morning there. Let me wash the slime off my hands from the fish and pick up the phone. Too many fish, huh? Don't get that new satellite phone all fishy and everything now. Oh, I, I don't need the satellite phone out here. I'm going cheap. I'm using the regular old digital one. Well, it sounds great. You're coming, you're just powering through. Tell us about Boca this week. Oh, Boca's been phenomenal fishing. Uh, Stampede is still fishing good. I mean, you get lots of fish just, but when you're fishing in Boca, every fish you catch is a keeper. Uh, it's a good quality, uh, between 12 and 14 inches. And how fat are they around, do you think? Uh, they're, they're probably, I don't know. They look like footballs. They're really fat, really fat. Hard to get your hand around them. Yeah, that's the kind of kokanee you like to catch. Exactly. Well, the crazy thing is everybody's asking me what color, uh, would this color work, would that color work? And, you know, tell you the truth, for the last two weeks, I've used nothing but pink and green, so I don't know if any other color works. I don't think it's going to make green works. I don't think it's going to make any difference. We talked to Alan Fong earlier who fished up there this week. And he was saying that uh, he was fishing a hundred feet back, five feet under the surface too. They were still hitting on top water. Yeah, yeah, they're they're hitting everywhere. Well, there's not a whole lot of water for them to, to travel, and we're fishing forty five feet to fifty foot deep of water, so we're down between twenty and thirty five feet right now. And how big is the lake compared to normal? Uh, one fourth its normal size, half the normal size. Yeah, probably on fourth. I mean, it, it's it's uh, launchable now, but you you still need four wheel drive. There's people getting stuck. It's you can still launch your boat with two wheel drive, but you can't pull your boat out of the water. And then they're always asking me, "Hey, can you pull me out?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, I don't got nothing to pull you out with." 
So uh, heed the warnings when you say four-wheel drive. Absolutely. I think it's probably a real good idea. I wouldn't even think about it. Of course, I got a diesel, and diesels have a tendency to sink in the mud real yeah. quick and easy. They're so dang heavy. I've seen guys that put the hitch on the front of their truck so they can go in that way. That doesn't work with a diesel either, by the way, because the engine's even pretty worse. <laughs> exactly. Well, James, obviously pink or green seems to be the answer there, but uh, what phase are these kokanee salmon at right now? What uh, what stage? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, they're got the hook lips, uh, the hook mouths, the, the females are still nice and silver, but they're jam packed full of big, huge eggs. Uh, you know, funny thing is they, they didn't plant this, this like two years ago and supposedly the fish don't spawn in this lake, but I think we proved them wrong that they do spawn. Well, there is a beautiful Creek that runs between stampede and Boca, isn't there? Runs year round. And the only time it's ever going to stop is if stampede runs dry. Exactly. And that doesn't happen very often. So, uh. You might be right on there, my friend. That's uh, yeah. I'm, but hey, these nice big fish. Next year's fish are uh, between 11 inches and 12 inches right now. So you, you add six inches on that, and we're going to have world class fishing here next year. Add a full lake to it, and you're going to have even bigger fish because fish will grow to the size of the lake and the available food supply. That's what happens. Exactly. And when, and when you, the lake stays really low, like it has been for the last two years, it reinvigorates the phytoplankton, and then that's one of the food sources for the kokanee, and there'll be a lot of that. Yeah, and they run a lot of water through those lakes for irrigation purposes and for keeping the Truckee River flowing now. So the, the, yeah, top, no the top few feet of water out of Stampede don't belong to the water. It belongs to the Indian tribe that takes it down there so that the – what's the name of that fish that uh, swims around? Kwee-wee? Lahatan. I think it's the Kiwi. Yep. You're talking about the Lahontan cutthroat that they planted oh, okay. and they kept up there. But I think it's the Kiwi. Yeah, there's a native fish. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, it's a yeah. native fish that spawns only on the Truckee River, yeah. and you have to have so many feet of water. Oh, da, 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 da. <laughs> well, I don't just, know anything about that. Well, I, I know too much about it, obviously, yeah. and probably shouldn't share it with everybody. I know that Boca, you and I talked about this several months ago, that Boca used to be Ted Sanford's go-to when Stampede wasn't the peak. He moved over. Right. I, I suggested it to you. I'm so glad you headed over there because a lot of people need to go up there and get those big, fat footballs out of Boca because they're just going to spawn and die anyway up there at the lake. Why not enjoy it? It's a guilt-free fish. That's the whole thing about the landlocked kokanee and the landlocked king salmon that California yeah, Department of Fish and Wildlife I, I get, supplies. I get some, clank, some complaints that I'm just murdering fish up here because I put 30 fish on my deck. Yeah. But when they put 30,000 fish in here, uh, someone's got to catch them. You know what? Planted trout and planted kokanee and planted king salmon are planted for anglers to catch and keep. They don't have to be released. They're guilt-free. They don't even spawn anymore because most of the fish that are being planted, especially the kings and the bows, are all triploids anyway, and they can't spawn. So this right. is a situation where they put fish in for the benefit of the angler. In fact, when they put trout in the lake, they hope that about 70% of those trout are caught in the first 90 days. Because what normally happens is they start transitioning into winter. The fish don't know what to eat. They could starve to death if they don't transition to the natural food sources in the lakes. Well, we do not ask very smart. Yeah, you're right. They aren't real smart. Almost we, do, as, we do ask you. We do ask you to try to release the browns. We are catching quite a few nice browns. Oh, we, yeah. 
Uh, we, we do, they don't plant those anymore. So we do try to release all those. Yeah, absolutely. Those lakes up there were very popular for fantastic brown trout fishing. And then a lot of people came in that wanted to keep them over 10 pounds to qualify for some organization. And I'm not an yeah, advocate already, of ego fishing out there, but it sure is nice to catch a big one and watch it swim away. Yeah. I've already got complaints from those guys too, about talking about this lake live on air, but so you may be getting some phone calls, but I know I'll get them. Bring it. I got. It. I'll give you five minutes of time to talk to me about it on here if you'd like it. Have him call me. There you go. Yeah, have him call. James is having a ball up there, and I'm sure his clients will too. Mr. Netzel, give him the phone number as well as the website so they can find out more and get out there and share in the fun. Yeah, you can reach me toll free at eight 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 nine seven five zero nine nine zero. Website is www.fishtightlines.com, and the end of the month is my last day up here. And then I'm going on vacation in September with the wife. And then where do you go? Uh, Sacramento, Sacramento River Salmon uh, Metro area starting uh, October 1st using the new techniques that I learned up in uh, Bowie 10 last week. Well, my wild guess would be has something to do with Brad's lures. Yes, definitely Brad's lures. And Brad's got something else coming out that I can't talk about, but it is a game changer and and we'll replace a lot of the stuff you have in your tackle box. It's mm. going to cost you guys lots of money. Yeah, that's the name of the game. That's what the fishing industry is all about. The fishing industry likes game changer. Yeah, they do. That yeah, term, do. they like that term. James Netzel, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Uh, I said everybody says I'm always seeing the game changer, but I'm, I'm always seeing new stuff that comes out that just out, outdoes everything else. There's a lot of that going on. There's some crawdads in this room right now <laughs> talking about the same thing. James, one yeah. more time, give them that phone number. Yeah, you can reach me toll-free at 888-975-0990. All right, get back out there and catch another 30 or 40 fish for your clients. All right, we'll do that. All right, take care. What a great guy and a great fishery up there. Good uh, opportunities for everybody. Don't you just love in. it? You guys are killing that lake. I, when we did party media days, my God, I got hammered on that. You know? Yeah, yeah. and how many fish yeah. did you let go? All, All of, of them. them. All of them. <laughs> you know? Oh, you guys are killing party. I wish we had as much influence as some of those guys whine and think we have. You know, maybe they'd like it better if we didn't plant coconut, if we didn't plant kings, if we didn't no. plant triploids. Then there'd no. be no fish out there. No, we want you to continue planting Yeah, I know you bass guys do in fact we're still you know we're uh, we're still big proponents that one of the best coconut trolling lakes could be clear lake <laughs> they'd float on the surface but they still think be, they they'd still be, be i eaten. think they need to be planted at clear Lake. that Let's is never going to happen it might be a tad too warm over there well, quick break right now when we come back we'll have the gun owners of california lucky winner right after this Tidelines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout, kokanee, or landlocked salmon, or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta 
waterways. Oh, got one. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then, it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fished. Avoid the hassles. Go with Tight Lines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956. It's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford in Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse stores are your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield, Fisherman's Warehouse and their knowledgeable employees will help you make the right selections for all your angling needs. Thursday nights are seminar nights at all Fisherman Warehouse locations. Local experts and professional guides give seminars and demonstrations sharing techniques, locations, and tips to make novice and experienced anglers better prepared to hit the water. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods and reels to deep sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all. Gotta love California in the summer. Just remember, COVID is still with us. So if you're going to the water, plan ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. More California Sportsman with Seth Henderson. Press the button, Seth. No, no, no. You go ahead. I think it's time we uh, announce the winner of the uh, Gun Owners of California 52 Guns of 52 Weeks Raffle. You know, everyone's asking, Seth, if they can run out and buy magazines now that hold more than 10 rounds since the Ninth Circuit Court uh, you mean you that, threw away the ones you had? Ruled that California, <laughs> that ruled California's magazine laws were unconstitutional this past week. The answer is not yet. They have to see when uh, Roger Benitez lifts his stay on his original injunction. Uh, it's not a legal mumbo jumbo. It's just a matter of yeah, time. Have to keep your Sam says you got to keep your powder dry. So, <laughs> you know, in order to uh, stay armed and informed, uh, make sure that you are following along the Gun Owners of California website, gunownersca.com. And, uh, and, you know, send, make sure you're also a member. Send them a little money. They need it. No, uh, no dinners, no events, no stuff that they can put on with all this COVID stuff. And, uh, they can definitely use your help at Gun Owners of California. Winter 34, 
Uh, the 52 Guns of 52 Weeks raffle was pulled this week, and it's ticket number 1036. Carrie Talbot of Sacramento, you've won a Marlin XT-22 bolt-action rifle and 22 long rifle. Nice little plinker. Absolutely. 2020, the 45th year of fighting for your gun rights as America's oldest program political action committee. Make sure you're a member of Gun Owners of California. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you getting that lucky winner. One more info. week without you winning. Oh, well, still got a few left. Yeah. What week was that one? I, you know, what was that? What I mean, number? I mean, uh, 34. 34? That means I got, let's see, 18 more chances. Oh, look, old math, new math. Or <laughs> something like that. Then they <laughs> add the one and the eight together and it yeah, gives you nine. How's that all work? I'm not sure that I even know. That's right. All right, our next guest coming up right now is the guy that keeps us informed not only of what's going on in fresh water, but salt water and everything in between. He puts out the hot sheet, the Hurley Chronicles. He writes for Western Outdoor News. The man himself joins us right now, Mr. Dave Hurley, in our What's Hot Freshwater segment. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, gentlemen. You know what I find really interesting is, uh, you know, one of my favorite lines in in a movie is from the first Jurassic Park where Jeff Goldblum says, uh, life will find a way. And we've had this amazing resurgence this year. Life found a way in a couple of lakes in 2018 when there were no kokanee plants. And here it is, 2020, we have these 19-inch kokanee showing up in Maloney's, Shaver Lake, Bass Lake. I think it's amazing how, you know, the fish are able to survive if the conditions are right. So we have this self obviously a self-spawning population, and places have come back. Like, you know, Berryessa was given up for dead, what, what three or four years ago? Yeah, Exactly. And look at it now. I mean, obviously, really, with the tragedy that's there now, it's going to be difficult to get down and fish. But, uh, you know, we have these 18-inch kokanee there, too. So this last week, um, we've had a, a, a large number of kokanee that are getting ready to spawn come out of Shaver, over 19 inches. Yeah, you sent and, me the photos of those. Those are absolutely beautiful. But, you know, we saw kokanee 20 years ago there, 20, 21 inches long when we were doing television shows for Americana Outdoors and Daryl LaMonica and I fished out there together several times. Just monster cokes, but they were like one out of a thousand was a big one. Yeah, this last week they've actually, um, some of the boats are pulling in seven out of ten big fish because um, they've kind of dialed in. Those fish have kind of got, you know, they, how they do it this time of year. They're all hugging the bottom. And the guys that know how to go down and get them are doing really well. I mean, there's not a lot of them, but the fact that they are there, to me, is amazing. Well, the picture is amazing that you sent me of that young kid in the blue uh, top, the blue sweatshirt. That Those are beautiful monster fish right there. I know. That's the thing. It's like uh, the the opportunities are limited. You know, uh, there's only so many lakes that are kicking out these really huge kokanee. But um, it is impressive, you know, that they were able to spawn on their own. And I think it really bodes well uh, because now we have this really aggressive um, planting program that's been going on by the Department of Fish and Wildlife. And in addition with the natural spawn, it's just going to contribute to these lakes getting better and better all the time. You know, um, for numbers, you still got to look at Pardee. Pardee is, you know, all these lakes, though, the problem this weekend is going to be the smoke. The smoke has been really thick in the mother loads. I think it's been thick throughout the entire coast. But the guys that are going to party are still getting limits. You know, they just got to go deeper now. They're between 90 and 115 feet. Uh, but they're still pulling the, uh, them out of there. 
I just don't know if you could enjoy the beautiful surroundings of Pardee when you can't see. It's like being in the Delta fog with the smoke that's there right now. Yeah, I talked to Robert uh, Muller up at Eagle Lake yesterday. He said, Sep, you need GPS to go from one side of the lake to the other up here. It's so smoky. Now, they've got several fires up in their neck of the woods, too. But uh, it's yeah, I think pretty every, smoky everywhere. Everybody's been affected as far as that goes. I did see a picture of Clear Lake this morning, and it actually looks fairly clear. Um, the skies look fairly clear because they have a kayak tournament up there today. Uh, and I agree with you guys. I don't think there'll be any kokanee plants. Sorry, Kent, uh, in Clear Lake. You know, I I, Sep said it's too hot. I said we could plant them in the spring. And right, at gone, Kelsey, right at Kelsey Creek would be a great spot. They'd be gone by April 1st. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. They'd be definitely gone. You'd see some uh, even larger bass out of there. Isn't, you, that, you, isn't that funny that every big bass lake has kokanee in it? I mean, that's the amazing thing. That's why it's a big bass lake. It's because it has kokanee in it. I mean, and that's <laughs> no. that's why we push so hard to the bass guys to spend their 30 bucks and, you know, be a member of California Fisheries Foundation and, and support what everybody does. So. I know it is really it's a it's a very good uh, it's good for everything you know. We well, go- yeah, we're going to see a world record spot of bass. Mark my word, we'll see a world record spot of bass come out of Lake Shasta with the plants that that they've done in the past year or so. Cokes we, and kings up yes, there. Yes, we will see a world record spot of bass come out of Lake Shasta. That's like having almond joys and mounds <laughs> and bars mounds. at the same time. <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, it's well, going to you know, be Kent, fun. Abs- I hadn't thought of that, Kent, but I know you're absolutely right. You yeah. know, it's just going to be uh, with all the fish they put in there and the and the population of bass. Well, you can chest, you can back all. me up, Dave. When that happens, you can go. Nope, he said it years ago that we'll have them. So I, they're definitely no. going to have that. Well, one of the other lakes that's doing really well for Kokanee is Union Valley Reservoir. Gary Irk, the president of California Inland Fisheries, called in out there last week. And told us what's going on. He's been fishing out there a couple of days a week right now, so he's enjoying life. You think there's any of them left in Indian Valley? You know, it's a yeah. hard call to make because they draw that lake so far, far down. down. My guess yeah. is the water got too warm for them. But boy, if there were any, they'd be five, six pounds. <laughs> they'd in be that big lake ones right for now. sure. Who's got the huevos to drive in seventeen miles on a dirt road? Not my rig. <laughs> Not my rig. I did that for you know, too I'm... many years. I'm glad you mentioned Indian Valley because it just shows how fragile this whole thing is because we all remember going in there and the size of those kokanee and it was pretty amazing. And then, you know, the last, what, it's been almost 10 years now. It's been nothing there, you know, which is a shame. But you're right, it's all water-related. Well, I, I keep losing track of whether it was Yuba or Yolo Water District, and I believe it's the Yuba Water District that runs it, and they take that thing down to Minimal Pool and they just don't care. Right. And they've got big trout swimming on the other side of the dam going downstream from there that are monster fish. But it's loaded with a lot of warm water fish like bluegill, crappie, things great like that. Great bass lake. Yeah. Phenomenal bass It's lake. out there. Yeah. It's a great place to fish. It's tough road getting in. You can beat the heck out of your equipment going in. But it was worth it for those four-pounders in those days. And I don't know. But there was talk some years ago, maybe we ought to try a plant there. And I said, boy, a random plant there wouldn't hurt one bit if you got some spares just to see what would happen. Put in one year and then go fish it two years later. Yeah. Ooh, be scary. The first, when you first put fish in a lake, folks, if you're not aware of this, they grow to the size that they want. But once they're in and adjusting to the lake, they grow to the size that the lake can handle. Of the food-wise and the available space in the lake. It's amazing how that works. So the bigger the lake, the bigger the fish, technically. 
So I guess Lake Tahoe ought to have like 20, 30 pound Mackinac, right? Yeah. Is that the way it works, Dave? Down deep. Well, you know, I'm not a fisheries biologist, but I, it makes a whole heck of a lot of sense to me. And you're right. We do have big Mackinac there. And, and you know, Tahoe's another place that's kicking out the best kokanee in the Sierras up to, well, besides Boca, like you say. But they've been getting, they like J.D. said, he got them up, somebody got them up to 80, 18 inches up there. And it looks like Tahoe doesn't have a big smoke problem today. I saw a little video that J.D. sent out. I know you guys are going to talk to him later today. But uh, it looked like some of the smoke had cleared out of there because it looked pretty clear. I tell you what's really okay. interesting is Sepp and I, you know, we, we get to hang out with a lot of fisheries biologists and all the way back to Dennis Lee and a bunch of the others. And every one of them, I think, have always reminded Sepp and I that we are not fisheries biologists. <laughs> 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 On many occasions, as a matter of fact. Common sense don't mean squat no. compared to science. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're not a fisheries biologist. so Good, uh, then let's do it my way. <laughs> Well, Dave, I thank you very much for your ideas and your possible destinations for folks to head out and have some fun. And we need to get out and have some fun. There's no doubt about it. I'm sure people are going to suffer of the cooped up in the house disease here pretty soon. wonder how many marriages it's already cost. You know, if you're going to smell smoke, you might as well smell some outboard smoke. Let's go fishing. Yeah, it might as well be too. Go ahead. On that subject, I know they've closed a lot of the beaches uh, in Half Moon Bay and area and also up to Point Reyes just to keep people off the beaches this weekend because of the firefighting that's going on there. So, you know, it'd be nice to get out to the beach, but you really got to be careful as to where you're going because uh, that whole situation there, they really want to keep people out because uh, of the traffic and uh, having the safety with that fire that's that's taking place in the Santa Cruz area. I can understand that. Just make way for the fire stuff, but I never understand it when they close a beach because of COVID. They, they can yeah. spread out out there, and everybody takes their own risk. And if they don't do it now, they're going to end up doing it six, eight months from now. So hang in there, folks. And if the beach is closed, where can Sep wear a Speedo? That's true. And I got this new thong thing. That you oh, got to see it. Break, you got to see it, kid. <laughs> Mr. Dave Hurley with the Hurley Chronicles, writer for Western Outdoor News, and he puts out that great hot sheet. You hear the ad for it every week here on the show. Dave, thanks for hooking up with us. We appreciate it, my friend. Have a great day. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you much. You know, the guy is a, just an absolute wealth of information. We put together any putting together the hot sheet yeah. and he just moved yeah so he went and through he, but all he of talks it. to all the all the hidden folks you know that maybe fly under the radar all right let's take a quick break when we come back from that we'll be talking to the man himself mr steve huber senior tuna the director of Penn fishing universities right after this quick break some guides take you fishing but very few guides take you to where the fishing is peaking at the best time of year. Steve Huber's guide service does just that. And this year, his sights are set on saltwater opportunities in addition to fishing Northern California and Southern Oregon rivers for salmon and steelhead. With the addition of his big new 30-foot 2020 Alumaweld Pacific, Steve is ready to show you the best of what the Crescent City area has to offer. Rock cod, lingcod, king salmon, halibut, and crab during season. His fully rigged state-of-the-art Alumaweld is ideal for the waters off Crescent City. Plenty of room, comfort, and the latest in electronics and tackle from Lowrance, P-Line, Procure, Yakima, and more. When it's time to go fishing, make sure you're headed where they're biting with Steve Huber's Guide Service. Professionalism at its best. Give them a call right now, 530-623-0387, and find out more at stevehubersguideservice.com. 
For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny Lapinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. Amsoil makes top quality synthetic lubricants for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, four-wheeler, snowmobile, lawnmower, and anything else with an engine. Amsoil lubricants are designed to help your equipment run at peak efficiency and last longer. Join the millions of proud Amsoil users and experience the difference and performance of synthetic lubricants. Amsoil products are warranty secure, keeping your factory warranties intact. They are high-performance replacements for vehicle or equipment manufacturer-branded products. Amsoil protects other equipment, too. Bulletproof protection for your ATV, side-by-side, UTV, outboard motors, and even your firearms. Switch to Amsoil Synthetics for all your vehicle and equipment lubricants. To review the complete line of Amsoil products and to find out more or to order direct, check out www.kellyoil.com. Your independent Amsoil dealer in our area is Brian and Patty Kelly. Call them today at 800-916-4181. Except no substitutes. Amsoil, the first in synthetics. Kellyoil.com. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in our Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week, the man himself, Mr. Steve Carson, our own senior tuna the director of Penn Fishing Universities, and the guy that just got off back-to-back trips on the California Dawn. Saw him with a big old lean cod. Good morning, Tuna. Good morning, Seb. Good morning, Kent. Hi, Tuna. Tell us all about it, my friend. James was ready to tell us everything, and I cut him off. Oh, well, that wasn't very nice. That's Uh, all right. We had, uh, the first day, we had some of the most interesting weather that I've encountered out on the open ocean in a while. You live in San we, Diego. You should know what a monsoon is. Well, yeah, but but not that much lightning down there. There was a lot of lightning. And, of course, we didn't realize what, what was happening on land. So uh, my uh, my my feelings go out for the people that have, that have been affected by what happened when that some of that lightning hit. But uh, the fish didn't seem to care. And uh, James, you know, handled the weather perfectly and spun us properly so that we drifted no matter what, properly, so no matter what the wind was doing. And uh, we had, both days, we had full limits of very nice rockfish, uh, you know, good quality stuff. We had browns, we had reds, 
We had canaries, a little bit of everything. And uh, each day we had around 15 to 20 each of both uh, nice big lingcod and halibut. So it wasn't absolutely wide open limits of every species in the water, but it was good fishing. And even if you were not totally with it, you usually had a pretty good catch. And if you put a little effort into it, you caught some pretty nice fish. And uh, James was great. Uh, obviously, the galley service that he has on on that boat was great. Uh, everybody seemed to have a lot of fun. I got to test out a lot of interesting new uh, slow pitch gear from the uh, can't appreciate this from the virtual iCast show. <laughs> I actually finally got some physical tackle in my hand, as opposed to just videos and uh, and publicity releases. And uh, had a lot of fun. It's not going to replace standard fishing tackle, but but what slow pitch jigging does is it makes every, you know, when you go out after rockfish and lingcod, a lot of times you're just grinding up uh, dead weight to put it in the sack and take it home to eat, and that's that's a valid way to do it. But with the slow pitch jigging gear, it's very light. And... Uh, uh, you know, a two or three pound rockfish is is kind of fun. It basically feels like regular, uh, a little maybe a little bit heavier than typical drop shot gear. And when you hook a big lingcod, or uh, I I had uh, that one big lingcod that was around twenty pounds, and I hooked a very big halibut that you know they say if you if you didn't weigh it, don't say it. But let's just say it was a really big halibut, and uh, got him right up to the boat on it. And uh, the hook pulled out, which is not unusual with big halibut. But but the the gear can definitely handle big fish, yet still make small fish feel fun. And those Berkeley Gulp trailers on the jigs, or on your shrimp flies, or whatever rig you're using, uh, it, it's basically automatic limits on rockfish. If you have a, a gulp gulp tail, for us the best colors. They call it fire. They call it one color fire tiger. We were just calling it baby canary rockfish. The other color is called pumpkin seed. I'm sure Kent is well familiar with that color. We were calling it baby brown rockfish, and it was just you drop it down to the bottom, you were bit within seconds. It was just amazing. You mean rockfish eat baby fish? Uh, well, you know, it was a few years ago we were using gulp on the dawn, and it was copper penny was the color that you had to fish. Well, you know what? It's amazing that you think of rockfish as just being dumb and biting on anything. And it is true. You can catch some rockfish almost no matter what you're doing. But if you want to catch the biggest one and make sure you get your limit and get them in the shortest time possible, you have to think about, you know, what size, what color. Uh, Sometimes when you've got a two-hook rig, you have two separate contrasting colors, one on each hook. Uh, it definitely takes some thought. Now they're not, you know, they're not brown trout, and they're not heavily pressured F1 Florida largemouths, uh, you know, that have that have been hit for a week straight by bed fishermen. But you still have to fish. Absolutely. Hey, Tuna, what's your next trip you got up your sleeve? Well, we've got a trip coming up. Uh, uh, it is full. A two-day trip on the Pacifica out of uh, Seaforth Landing in uh, in Mission Bay in San Diego. Uh, the bluefin tuna fishing down here has been uh, full limits. Now, the limit on bluefin tuna, of course, is two by international agreement. 
But they're also, if, if the boats are, are lucky and run across a floating kelp paddy, they're getting limits of both yellowtail and dorado, so a nice mixed catch. The giant 200, 300-pounders from a month ago seem to have uh, vanished, but there's nothing wrong with, uh, with a 30- or 40-pound bluefin tuna and a 15- or 20-pound yellowtail in your bag. And then after that, we've got a three-day trip on the searcher. So plenty of good fishing to come. Um, nothing further scheduled in Northern California for this year. I'm sure that James and I will get together and figure out what we're going to do next year. Just let us know. We'll promote it here on the show and make sure you got a might couple of Might even go with him. Yeah, you, we might well, surprise you. He's never invited us, Seth. That's right. You're doesn't... not. Well, I can tell you, you're not eligible for the jackpot. I'm just saying. <laughs> Kent's not, but <laughs> I am. Yeah, right? Seth, Seth always catches the big ones on those trips. Every time I've been. That's all you got to do. I'm not letting him win either. Don't worry. I just want one big fish. That's all I care about. Steve Carson, Senior Tuna, the Director of Penn Fishing Universities, updating you on great saltwater short and long-range action. Steve, thanks for hooking up with us, bud. Thanks, Seth. Thank you. What a a source of information. It would be fun to go on one of his trips where, you know, you just go hang out. It'd be like going on a California Sportsman, California Dawn trip without Steve Carson. Well, you know, what was funny is when we went on the Don to halibut fish, we had, you know, I was trying to get rods together and I called Ish and I'm like, Hey, what, you know, what rod are you using? Because I thought I was going to take a, maybe a light swim bait rod. And he goes, bring, <laughs> bring a, bring a glass crankbait rod, dude. And they're a lot lighter action. And uh, let, that was the whole key. That you was the, the whole feel key that you can to the halibut deal. He goes, just, he goes, Hey, bring one of your, bring an eight foot, you know, you hear what they're rod. saying. They're saying, don't feel it. See it. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Yeah, light they're waiting up, for man. that tip to start dropping down, knowing they got something pulling on it, then they drop down with it, and then yeah. they just wait till they feel it again and yeah, rip the lips off. We didn't. We didn't lose many. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> I would imagine. All right, let's get rolling with this guy right now. We're heading a little north. We're heading out of state. We're going to go across the Oregon border, and we're going to climb on board with my good friend Steve Huber with Steve Huber's Guide Service and. He's got a bunch of other names to his company, too. Let's check in live on the water and see what he's up to. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. I'm still in California, man. What the hell are you doing down here? Oh, yeah, you know, I'm staying in Crescent City, man. You know, <laughs> we've been in Crescent City for the last uh, few weeks, so it's been, it's been good. He's been running so. back and forth between an operation that, what, you got Brookings and you got Crescent City wrapped up, right? But as Brookings is where I'm living now. So, yeah, but the boat's docked right here in Crescent City in the harbor. So, Well, tell us uh, about the action. Like, I don't know how good it's been for you out there. Great photos of you and the folks on board. Yeah, you know, and I, I got somebody 90 years old today, and it's his birthday out here fishing. So, yeah, it's a good day. Uh, the Rock and Link has been good. been very consistent. Uh Today we got some weather coming in, so we're staying in close to the rocks, but uh, we're seeing good numbers and got some smiles on people's faces. So uh, go ahead and drop them down, guys. So uh, we're just searching out the rocks, uh, finding the, the rockfish on it, dropping down to them, and watching them pull away. How deep are you fishing there? I'm only in 50 feet of water right now. Oh, so, so that makes it really nice. You're not working forever winching them up off the bottom either. That's nice. No, no, we're using light tackle, light gear, so everyone's on light spin rod, so when you get a bite, you know that you got a bite. So I understand yeah. you've got all kinds of rock piles and everything already <laughs> marked on there. You know where these fish are in advance. 
Uh, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, if you play your cards right and you got the right tides, uh, they really turn on. Certain spots, certain times. So that's the great part about getting out and learning this, this vast area. You know, Crescent City is so huge. There's so many piles, so many areas. Uh, we got people going out to the Middle Rocks and out to the Lighthouse. And, um, yeah, and seeing good assortment of rocks, slings. I uh, caught a halibut the other day. Um, so, yeah, it's all good. Is it good nonstop, Steve, or do you still rely on the tide to spark bites for you coming and going? Yeah, it's still, it's still that's what we're, we're, that's what I was just talking to them about. You know, we're just coming to the bottom of the tide right now. And so when the tide starts to move a little bit, it gets those fish active. There's definitely some spots that'll fish better, you know, when the tide's dead. But the great part about it, when the tide's really dead, the ling cod really come off the rocks and they go after those blues and blacks. And so, you know, you never know. We get a lot of piggybackers here. So you're bringing up a, uh, blue or black, and the next thing you know, you, you got something heavy hanging onto it, and it's usually a link on. That's the fun way to fish, no doubt about it. Well, Steve, you've got the best of all the worlds, being able to fish the Brookings area and to be able to fish Crescent City. You can go to whichever one's producing the best for your clients, can't you? Yeah, absolutely. That's always been my motto, man. I'm going to take my people where the best fishing is. And so uh, right now it's out of Crescent City, and we're going to fish here for another couple months. And then you guess what? I'm going to pull that drift boat out. We're going to go after the salmon on the Smith and the Checo and steelhead season. So um, can't wait. It's a great change and uh, uh, absolutely love it. Love catching fish. Well, you're going to get to take a look at my new motor home here pretty soon because the corporate thing is going to head up your way and go fishing with you. And you and I will talk. Yeah. Off, we'll talk off the air and get some date set up here real quick. And I might have to bring somebody yeah. else along with me, too. So we'll have to see what's cooking. Because they need to catch well, fish. Right. Without Maryland, it doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Steve, give hey, them all the hookup. Someone's got to hold the radio. Someone's got to so. hold the radio and, and net her fish. That's why Sep goes. I've been getting net man all exactly week. That's exactly it. <laughs> all right, Steve, we'll give them the phone number as well as the website, Steve, so they can find out more before I get up there and catch all your fish. Yeah, you can reach me toll-free, 866-531-FISH, or check us out of the web at stevehuversguideservice.com or crescentcityfishing.com. Either one, well, take you right to me. All right, well, please tell your 90-year-old birthday boy that we're hoping he gets a monster ling cod today and he has the fishing time of his life. All right, we will, Seth. All right, all right Steve Huber. Steve Huber, live on the water, Crescent City. Ocean fishing, what a great place to That's be right cool now. That's a cool 90th birthday deal. A guy knows he wants to fish. Yes. He going fishing. That's very cool. That's awesome. Hey, it's about time for Maryland and get a clue, isn't it? Get a clue. Get a clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. 
This year, more so than other years, playing outdoors requires advanced preparation. To play by the rules, have your license or licenses for what you plan on doing and carry the paperwork. Because there's usually confusion about what's right, research and be familiar with the regulations and the laws. Seasons, times, and locations can vary, and where you've gone in the past may no longer apply. Opportunities are definitely fewer than in the past, creating additional traffic at alternate spots. Fires burning in the state create hazards, so ensure that where you want to go is where you can go. Be prepared. These times are trying times for fishermen and hunters, so be respectful of each other. Don't abuse the resources. Take what you can use, not everything you can get. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Guiding full-time since 1998, J.D. Ritchie Sport Fishing shares knowledge, experience, and professionalism on Northern California's exciting king salmon and steelhead waters, in addition to his home base fishing on Lake Tahoe. This year's River King Salmon return is forecast to be excellent, and Lake Tahoe is a proven producer of Mackinac, Kokanee, and Trout. Get in on the action. Go with the best. J.D. Ritchie. A light tackle specialist, J.D. furnishes the finest in tackle and is 26 foot river wild boat with heated cabin is ready to get you into fish in comfort your catch will be cleaned and filleted with care all you have to do is put them on the grill book your dates and don't miss out call jd ritchie sport fishing at 916-952-1554 for more info and up-to-date fishing reports check out the sportfisher.com Gotta love California in the summer. Just remember, COVID is still with us. So if you're going to the water, plan ahead. Follow local public health guidelines and make sure everyone wears a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And 
now, more California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. The most important announcement just came over my headphones. Now, I've got 10 minutes. I've got two <laughs> you guests. You better hurry up. We better get moving. Let's go right now live to Lake Tahoe and hook up with a guy you just heard his ad for, Captain J.D. Ritchie. He's been fishing Lake Tahoe lately and apparently catching quite a few nice fish along the way. Good morning, Captain. Good morning. How you guys doing? Tell us about it. What's going on up at Tahoe today or this last week? Well, you know, fishing's been really good. Uh, we got a little little smoke going on, as I'm sure you can imagine. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, we uh, we just put in. We made our first pass. We got two right away and uh, looking for the next one. So, uh, Mac fishing's been good. We're going to do a little kokanee fishing here in a bit. Um, yeah, it's been one of the better bites. You just said year. you made your first pass. Are you trolling for Max out there? I am right now. Yeah, we uh, we got talked. We got good little group of them underneath us right now. Um, you're a jigging we, expert. I'm surprised you're not jigging them. Well, the uh, the jig bite's been a little bit later. It's been kind of weird. The, the we've been kind of doing the troll first thing in the morning and then switching over. And yesterday, like in the afternoon, they they bit really good uh, on the spoons. Uh, they were smaller yesterday for some reason, but. Uh, yeah, we got a bunch right now. Let's see if we can't get one of these to go. Uh, so the rainbows and browns have been a little little funky lately, uh, which is typical for this time of year. The water's almost 70 degrees on the surface. So those guys aren't really in play at the moment. But the Max and Coke sure are. And, uh, you know, we're coming into the really coolest time of year up here, which is uh, September, when all the kokanee start staging down there at the south end of the lake and the, the max are with them too yeah for a good reason yeah exactly and so uh uh you know you can uh, jig for both of them at the same time which is cool and we had one uh, we had a mac the other day with 11 inch coke in its throat so they're definitely uh, keying in on those you know i was thinking about jigging years years ago when we used to fish stampede we were using three inch buzz bombs then with big old treble hooks with corn on the tips and we're catching them right and left. And I'm thinking that's half the size of the kokanee that we're catching. Yeah. I'm surprised we weren't catching more Mackinac stampede doing that same technique. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Fish on. In this, uh, is he giving you a lot a lot of bendo or just typical? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, how's he feel? Feels like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole idea. He's fighting back for some reason. Yeah. So, uh, what's on this rig you're doing here? How deep were you trolling here with this rig? Uh, that one was at 120, and uh, got a little flasher and just a uh, little spoon on there. Oh, he came off. <laughs> Somehow I think another one's going to come along here in just a couple yeah. of minutes. That's generally the way I'm, it works. I'm sure that was operator error. <laughs> hey, yeah. I had one other question. You talked about the uh, rainbows and the browns kind of settling down yeah. and not not playing much right now. Are they still hanging on the shelf in the cold, in the cold water there like 20, 30 feet deep, or do they move out into the deeper water too? They kind of just disappear. They uh, they were up shallow, uh, feeding on the bait. The bait's backed off to like forty or fifty feet. School's a bait fish, so they're probably just out a little deeper. I just haven't spent a whole lot of time chasing them lately. Oh, here's a big group. Come on, one should eat out of that group. Uh, so yeah, it uh, as fall comes along, uh, those 
those rainbows and browns will come back up to the top again too. Now you're, I can hear sounds like the downrigger just coming up, and and you're yep. obviously watching with electronics. And I've got your locator at my house. What in the world are you looking at? Sorry, you broke up. I heard locator at your house. I said I've got a, your locator at my house. What are you looking at in your boat? Oh, uh, looking at the the old Lorant, the uh, Gen Two Touch. <laughs> well, you know what? The technology is all in there. It's all been updated, so you're probably not that outdated on it. So I wouldn't worry about it. It's a it's a no. great. These are great units, folks. The Lorant units that he's using. It shows them. It shows where they're hanging. It shows whether they're moving and active. It shows you everything you need to know to intercept them. The most important thing is staying above them with your presentation. You know, the only the only improvement I'd like uh, Lawrence to try to work on is to tell me which ones are biters and which ones aren't. Oh, those so are, there's just... a little button in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen. You push that. The red ones don't bite. The green ones do. <laughs> Oh, gosh, I wish I'd known that sooner. That would have saved me a lot of time. Yeah, I'm sure uh, it will. You know, with, with, speaking of uh, these graphs, it's so cool. Like, uh, the phone, you can see, uh, and obviously you can see your weight. And then uh, you see fish react to the weight. You can see them come up off the bottom. And, and you know, oh, here he comes, here he comes. And then the same thing with the jigging. Uh, it's really handy old jigging because you can literally target specific fish you know if you see a suspended one okay stop your jig right there jig it and you can watch the jig bouncing and then see the fish you know either eat it or not but uh i've seen that happen we too. call it video game fishing exactly oh yeah. my lord disappeared yeah we call Set it video, we call it video game fishing Same jd we, hey jd we got to buzz out of here i got to get to the president of the northern california guys and sportsmen state association to talk about the big derby coming up up there Absolutely, yeah. Let's, uh, before you before you go, give them the phone number and the website to join you fishing up at Tahoe and undoubtedly down here in the rivers when the salmon run gets rolling good. Yeah, yep, I'll start salmon fishing October 1, and uh, you can get a hold of me at 916-952-1554. That number, folks, 916-952-1554. 916-952-1554. One five five four for JD Ritchie Lake Tahoe fishing or King Salmon in the Rivers. Thanks for hooking up with us, JD. Sorry we got to run. Okay, we got to go fish on. Fish on again. Fish on, yeah, never that. fails. Never fails. Well, let's waste no time. Let's go live right now to Captain James Stone with Elite Sportsman's Guide Service, the president of the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association. Good morning, James. Good morning, Captain. How are you? Ooh, you're breaking up, my friend. You got a bad reception. Can you stand on top of your antenna? Well, you're not coming in very good, but I'll, I'll just start off and you can tag in with me. The Sacramento Valley is, and the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association are starting a new salmon fishing con- contest. It starts on Saturday, September 1st and ends on Saturday, October 31st. Are you with me, James? I'm with you. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Go ahead and tell them about it. You're going to have 10 winners, yeah. side pots, everything, as a great tool for fundraising when you can't get together with big fundraising dinners. Yes, sir. We're doing uh, the contest, as you said, September 1st. Uh, there was an error on the flyer. It says Saturday, but it's a Tuesday, September 1st, and it does go to October 31st, Saturday. It's two full months. It's an online tournament, so 
you're it's uh you know on the honor system but the board of directors will be uh, qualifying fish so you got to take a good video or good pictures and submit them to us and uh with the full picture with proved time stamp date and length of the fish we're going to pay out the top 10 salmon that are caught for total length and then we got some side pots and it's all going to a good cause the main reason is to support such a great organization that's fighting for your fisheries and uh, we're going to have a great online derby over the next two months, and we're excited about it and uh, trying to help keep the organization afloat. Well, you can find out more information about Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association Salmon Fishing Contest by just going to ncgasa.org. That's the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association.org, and you can get right to it. You can register online. It's a $50 entry fee, and you submit everything by video or photo. you got some interesting side pots here. The top smoker, that means the one that looks the most like a roadkill, I would imagine, the vampire teeth, which ones have the longest canines. And then the, canine. the one that nobody wants to win is boat flip here. And I think JD won that about 15 years ago. <laughs> right. We got to do something for Kent. You know, we got to do the bass boat flip. So <laughs> the boat flip is no net. And you got to be able to fling your salmon into the boat with no net. And uh, that's going to be an interesting one. And the guides are not happy about it because they're worried about broken rods. Yeah, it's so. going to be 80-pound <laughs> test. I can see that. Meet and... Captain High Stick. <laughs> 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 what happened to the tip of your rod? No, they break right in the middle when you do that, Sap. Trust me. That's oh, right. My old Fenwick's used to break the first four inches off. Sounds like a 30 6 going off. Well, James, I'm sorry we got to run right now, but how's salmon fishing for you out there? That's great. We got we got a nice big chromer in the box, and we've missed a couple, and uh, we're fishing away. It's busier than can be up here on the Upper Sacramento River. Uh, the Feather River is real light. All the Feather River guides are up on the Sacramento River. You know, we we're really excited about the three fish limit, but we have no water on the Feather and can't really boat around, and the fish aren't biting in that hot thermal temperature. So, well, maybe it'll we're, change. We're working hard. Maybe it'll change with that uh, water influx. They're going to give them a few hundred cubic feet of water. We're going to have to run, James, but uh, we will have you on again next week talking more about this if you're available. It's a great way to fundraise, and folks, you should do it too. Go to ncgasa.org. Tight lines, everybody. This is Sep. Have a great time. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman. Give us a call at 707-452-8595 or email us at sep at seps.com. And for information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. And be sure to like us on Facebook and sign up for our weekly outdoor connection. California Sportsman is a production of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment.